brief is problematic here because they're quite um, detailed. So what I will do is just give you a very sort of um, quick heads up as to what the amendments have in fact done. So the formal publication board has, and for quite some time, been responsible for the classification of certain content, films, games, and publications. But in terms of the amendments that have been recently come into operation, we now do have an expanded mandate where, for example, um, if um, content that is defined as prohibited in our act appears, even on social media platforms, the members of the public can complain to us, and then we will process and deal with those complaints. Um, as an example, because it's a very technical term, what does prohibited content mean? Prohibited content can include hate speech, propaganda for war, incitement of imminent violence. And in those instances, if that were to appear on social media platforms, then you can, as a member of the public, lodge a complaint to the SPD, and we can investigate that and deal with it as, as a complaint. So when we talk about service providers, um, who exactly are we talking about, Mr. Gregorio? So like I said, in the first part of the notice, it will deal with those that we will refer to, for example, those who host, for example, chat rooms, right? Where in the past people used to be able to engage on those chat rooms and those platforms to engage with one another, right? Um, and in that space, what the notice then does require is that we do need to know from our internet access and service providers what they are doing to make sure that those that are child-orientated chat rooms and spaces that children will engage in, what measures they're going to be putting in place to make sure that children are not going to be exposed to any harmful content, right? And there's a lot more technicalities in that space. Now, the second part is purely dedicated to internet service providers. And in that instance, besides for them having to register with the Film and Publication Board, they have to also indicate to us the reasonable steps that they've taken to ensure that their services are not being used to host and distribute um, CSAM content, uh, child sexual abuse material, what we colloquially refer to in the past as child pornography, right? So those two provisions are quite distinct from one another. So in the first instance, we're looking at those who are providing um, access to, in particular, children in child-orientated uh, particular services that they're offering and what they are doing in that space to make sure that children are being protected and not going to be exposed to harmful content. And in the second instance, where it's purely focused on internet service providers, and those are the ones who would fall within the definition of what constitutes an internet service provider, what they are doing in order to ensure that they use, their services are not being used for the purposes of hosting and distributing CSAM content. So when it comes to the penalties for not complying with these amendments, uh, can you speak to us about that? And by when are the service providers expected to be compliant? Perfect. So what the Act has already come into operation, and what the, what the notice is trying to do is in essence be able to say, well, look, but we engage in with all the Internet access and service providers that fall within the frame of reference of our Act, but what we would like to do with them is say, well, look, the act is in operation, but start engaging with us with the Film and Publication Board in order to ensure that you have taken the measures that are legally prescribed in the act. Um, and in that instance, the notice has unpacked. Um, there's quite a, there's, again, depending on which section you fall, there are different penalties and prohibitions that will be um, applicable. 
what we've tried to do is say, well, look, before we trigger these provisions, um, we would like to engage with our internet access and service providers to be able to make sure, firstly, that they're aware of what those um, requirements are, especially in terms of how the Act has recently been amended. And before we then trigger our enforcement processes, you know, that engagement has taken place. The, um, the Act, as has been amended, has introduced a specific body called the Enforcement Committee, and that's a specific committee that is um, going to be responsible for hearing matters by the FPD relating to any non-compliance. So that's the structure within which those matters will be presented. But again, that's a case that has to be objectively dealt with, but we would like to engage with our internet access and service providers before we trigger that process. Well, thanks so much uh, for this uh, part of the conversation, um, uh, Pandelis uh, Gregorio, because I think we actually need to have quite a few more conversations just to make sure that not only the service providers, but all of us are actually conversant uh, with what the law actually states in this regard. But thanks so much for your time, Acting Regulatory Development and Enforcement Executive at the Fulman Publication Board, uh, Pandelis Gregorio.